0: Of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. It's actually quite nice weather down here in Florida. It's kind supposed to be in the low 40s on Thursday, which is actually pretty cool, cold for April. But other than that, it's fantastic. We're staying busy down here at Healthmasters. And be sure, if you need anything, give us a call or check out the website, healthmasters.com, the ultimate multiple, excuse me, the ultimate D3, the ultimate D3 10,000 is on sale right now for product of the week, over 15% off. So be sure to check that out and keeping the immune system strong and alive and well. So first thing I saw today that I found very interesting, and this happened yesterday, and I was just prouder than a strutting peacock with our governor. If you guys saw, he did a press conference in Tallahassee yesterday afternoon, and he said, he promises that the they The state of Florida will not mandate under any circumstances that Floridians will have to get a COVID vaccine and is grossly opposed to the idea of a vaccine passport. He said yesterday he is vowing to take executive action this week to ban any and all vaccine passports in the state of Florida. He said on the Monday press conference that he would take action by executive function. He goes on that quote. It is completely unacceptable for either the government or the private sector to impose upon you the requirement to show a proof of vaccine to just simply participate in normal society. He believes people have certain freedoms and individual liberties to decide whether or not they want to get the vaccine. He said it will be provided for anyone who wants the injection, but it will be mandated for none. And so I'm very, very proud that he's being so vocal about this. This is a huge impact on our civil liberties, and he's absolutely right when it comes to our freedom. Not just the mandating of a vaccine, because I told you they're never going to be able to formally do that. But the vaccine passport is what you're going to start seeing pop up all over the world. And it appears that Florida is going to essentially be the blast of the free country, so to speak. I haven't seen any other state say this yet at all. I haven't seen anybody come out and basically guarantee that they're signing executive actions to make it illegal and essentially ban vaccine passports from being required in the private sector. This is huge. This is absolutely huge in Florida. The reason why I say this is because what they've been trying to do, state by state by state, is push it onto the private sector and not mandate it. We have states like New York, who they were the first state in the U.S. to announce vaccine passport mandate with the Elixir pass with a QR code to go into venues. So they're from a state level trying to mandate it. And they're getting huge backlash. Well, what you're going to start seeing is a lot of businesses that are owned by these conglomerate corporations that are owned by the corporate directorships from all these different people that are also... <laughs> financially interested in the sale and production of these vaccines because remember all this stuff is intermingled from the companies that sell the vaccines to manufacture the vaccines that manufacture the biotech gmo that control the banks they are all intermingled you can look at the tree basically the tree grass they have with numerous companies all the way from coca-cola to kellogg's all across the board They're all intermingled. They're all connected in some way, shape, or form to the banks, to big tech, to biotech, to vaccine pharmaceutical companies. They're all interconnected. So what you have now is you have a lot of these companies that have a monetary incentive to keep COVID going, even though we've already seen now that it's pretty much completely and totally fizzled out. Considering the fact that the flu does not exist anymore in the United States, so to speak, and now we've seen photos now, and I'm trying to verify this. It was uh, basically sent to me by mom earlier, and what it was was it was a photo from a nurse, and she did not post her name, and it had two packages – and it said the SARS-CoV-2 antigen negative control swab, the SARS-CoV-2 antigen positive control swab. Two separate packages, two separate labels with the lot number COV0120055, expiration 1130-2022 from ACON Laboratories. If anybody else has seen this, let me know. I've been trying to verify it. And basically what this is, is it's essentially to, which one do you want? You're going to show positive, you're going to show negative. I told you guys before, I had one of our doctors out in Missouri send us photos of one of these swabs they use, and he sent us close-up photos on the microscope that he said appeared to be morgellans. Whatever they're doing with these tests, and why they're trying to force people to get these tests, has a very, very sinister underlying reason. It's way more than trying to just see if somebody's positive, because as we've already stated for an entire year now, the PCR test does not isolate any type of COVID virus. It simply goes down further and further and further and magnifies till it finds some type of viral material. And then after you magnify it enough, it shows positive in just about anybody after a certain point in time. So that's something I want to be aware of. So good news down here in Florida. And then at the same time, you got Bumbling Bobblehead Fauci come, came out now yesterday. And did an interview, it said basically that when the children go out in the community, you want them to continue to wear masks when they're interacting with groups and multiple households. And unvaccinated children must wear masks at all times when playing together with children, warning that children can clearly wind up getting infected. Well... This is not based on any type of scientific research whatsoever. As we have seen, the actual positive COVID cases of children under the age of 18 has been insanely small. And the recovery and survival rate of children who have actually tested positive for COVID is 99.997%. That's almost statistically insignificant as far as an actual survival rate, or you could say a death rate, of the kids who ever test positive for this. So this is what they're trying to do. They're forcing everybody out of fear to try to get this injection. Now, whether or not they're going to release something in the future, I not know. A lot of people don't know what they're going to do. I do know that what we have seen from the adverse events in Europe, with over 4,000 dead now and over 360,000 serious adverse events reported just in Europe from January to March 16th, there's pretty clear indication that this vaccine, whatever's in it, this RNA injection, is not healthy for the human body. I mean, We could just, we could just clarify that right now. I haven't worn a mask for an entire year. I haven't basically social distanced for an entire year, and I sure as heck am not getting any type of injection. And I'm unbelievably healthy. Now I'm young, very active, but I know a lot of other people in the community that have been even older. You know, we have a, a real nice couple that owns an insurance company, and they basically are the owners. And I think they're in their their 60s or 70s. And basically, his wife ended up catching COVID, and she was knocked it out a couple days. He was around her the entire time she had it. He never even got any symptoms of anything. He goes, well, I don't know. He goes, I'm not taking a test. He goes, I may have it. I may not have it. I don't know. He goes, but I'm hammering C and hammering D and hammering iodine. And I've had zero symptoms, so I'm just going to chill out with her. And uh, once you know she feels better, we're fine. And I said, that's what I would do as well. I said, there's no reason to run around and shove a, shove a swab up your nose. And so what they're trying to do more and more and more is force the populace into complying with these unlawful, illegal, unconstitutional mandates. Even DeSantis now is criticizing the Center for Disease Control for announcing now that there would be a no-sale order on cruise ships until November 1st. Well, wait a minute. When did the CDC have the authority to ban an entire industry from operating throughout the world? The answer is they don't. He went on to say that the baseless demand that cruise ships not operate until the end of the year, he goes, if there's one thing we've learned out of the past year, it's that lockdowns don't work and Floridians deserve the right to earn a living. The cruise industry is essential to our state's economy and keeping it shut down until November is devastating to the men and women who rely on cruise lines to provide for themselves and families. I urge the CDC to immediately rescind their baseless no-sale order to allow Floridians in the industry to get back to work. Now, I'm no big fan of cruise ships. They're definitely kind of like a petri dish. But on the other hand, too, I'm not a fan of the CDC, and I am not a fan of the CDC stating that an entire industry cannot operate because they – they declared it with their iron fist. You shall not sail. I mean, what are these guys? Rebel pirate Vikings? Where they run around? You you don't have the right to run around your cruise ship now? You can't have this business? You can't have that business? Give me a break. Wake up, my friends. Stand up for what's right. Stand up for what's true. And continue to open up your business. Live free. Live strong. Live like an American. What do you think, Dad?
1: Well, you're right. I love DeSantis. Uh, he's making. A, he's going to be making a presidential run. I only hope he doesn't have a bunch of stuff that's compromising. And he's right about the cruise ships. Now, don't get me wrong. last cruise ship I was on was probably eight years ago, and it was a floating petri dish. And we had the Norvovirus go through it and projectile vomiting, and it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. Never done another cruise since. And I'd done a bunch of cruises before that because it was easy with the kids. But the reality is once you get really sick on a ship, which I did not, by the way, I made sure I got a cabin that had a door that would open to the outside so I would have to breathe recycled air, and I made sure I hammered supplements. But it was Holland America. one of the carnival lines. It was a horrible, horrible, horrible experience. It was hair in the food two or three times. I ended up losing seven pounds on the cruise because I was, didn't want to eat because the food was so disgusting. So, I mean, I would never recommend any carnival ships ever. So when I hear the carnival ships may be going out of business, I'm like, oh, well too bad oh well life goes on i, I don't care because the, the, what they did was and after this horrible cruise experience with everybody being sick i think they told us they said well we we so apologize for everybody being sick on the ship so we're going to give you i think it was a 200 dollars credit towards your next cruise <laughs> i just started laughing and i said i'll give you 200 bucks to get me off this floating petri dish i don't even want to ever see you people again That was the last cruise i went on i said i'm done And so if people want to do cruises, and I understand that older people really like cruises, I got that because they get to chill out all day and, you know, sit out on the, you know, the deck and, you know, watch the waves go by and, you know, eat all the time and kind of just be with their friends and hang out and watch the entertainment. I got that. I mean, it's, it's a pretty nice thing to do if the ship doesn't get sick. Now I have been on ships before that didn't get sick. Best cruise I've ever gone on is Crystal. That was amazing, expensive, too much money. But it was really, really, really a good ship. It was really a good experience. Food was excellent. So in case you think that I dislike all of them, I don't. But DeSantis is good, and I hope we get the cruise industry open for those people who want to use it. By the way, we're having more and more people getting reactions to COVID. In in Goosling County, a man suffered a rare, severe reaction to COVID-19. He was uh, 74 years old, and basically his skin turned bright red, and it started to slough off yeah it all just happened so fast quote my skin peeled off terrell said as he looked down it's all coming off including on my hands now on march the 19th he received the johnson and johnson vaccine in ashland he shows that everything went perfectly fine however four days later he started experiencing symptoms and then he got this horrible rash and the skin started coming off he's still alive now even being hospitalized but that's some scary stuff they're one of our really good friends and Basically, listeners, Natalie, she's also an RN. She contacted me the other day, and she goes, you know, I don't know what to do. She goes, uh, I'm quoting this or paraphrasing this. She goes, I have a patient who we can't figure out what's wrong with her. I've been suspicious that she'd had the COVID shot, and her husband confirmed to me that she had had the Johnson & Johnson shot. We've run every test on her, and she presents like she's got meningitis. Now I know why. They excubated her today, and she can't speak. She's also had very high temperature. I think it was the shot. I hate seeing this, and it says nowhere in her medical record is it mentioned that she's taken the Johnson & Johnson shot. Wow. Think about that. Now they're even covering up the medical record, so they can't go back and trace it back to the shop in some cases, to the shot in some cases. And it blows my mind. Now, also yesterday, I had a lot of people really give me a lot of positive comments about the show. I mean, from, I got comments from all over the world. Yesterday's show on frequency, and, and a lot of folks are wondering what I was talking about, the Hagelin quote. And I didn't read it yesterday because I didn't have time, but I'm going to read it to you real quick because this is really, really important because it ties it all together. You have to tie the advanced technology, of what they've done with energy fuels and frequency and CRISPR gene editing and genetic editing via frequency by itself and also 5G, 6G as far as causing DNA change. All of this stuff is is all based upon the energy fuels that we survive in and live on on our planet. Here's the quote. And what we have discovered at the core basis of the universe, the foundation of the universe, is a single unified field of intelligence. I'm adding to that, that would be God, that would be Jesus who holds everything together. But he's saying that there's a single unified field of intelligence. This is what the physicists are saying. A field that unites gravity with electromagnetism, light with radioactivity, with the nuclear force, so that all the forces of nature and all of the so-called particles of nature, the quarks, The leptons, the protons, and the neutrons are now understood to be one. Repeat that, are now understood to be one. They are just all different ripples in a single ocean of existence that is the unified field. And quite frankly, Jesus Christ is the unified field. We need to always remember that, that Jesus is the unified field. And if we remember that, it makes life a lot easier to get through. Someone said to me this morning, well, what if they're giving us stuff that's going to kill us? And I'm like, what if they give us stuff that's going to kill us? It doesn't make a whole lot of difference, does it? Because regardless, we're going to die anyhow, and we're going to be with God and with Christ forever. So I'm going to start this over again without my interjections. And what we have discovered is the core basis of the universe. The foundation of the universe is a single unified field of intelligence, a field that unites gravity with electromagnetism, light with radioactivity, with the nuclear force, so that all the forces of nature and all the so-called particles of nature, quarks, leptons, protons, neutrons, are now understood to be one. They're all just different ripples on a single ocean of existence that is the unified field. And that field is a non-material field that is ultimately a field of consciousness. And everything in the universe is nothing but that, Planets, trees, people, animals. We are just all waves of vibration of this underlying unified super string field. And now we shall call the super string field Jesus. For he is the Lamb of God. Through him all things are held together. He is the Prince of Peace. He is the Counselor. He is the Good Shepherd. And he is the Savior who will deliver us from the evil one. He is our Redeemer, our Deliverer, and our Messiah. He is The great I am. And guys, we've got to understand that because all of the technology that Tesla developed, all of it is based on particle physics. All of it. All of it's based on frequency and energy fields. And now we have to ask ourselves another question. What has happened to all of the advanced technology that Nikolai Tesla developed? What has happened to it? Where has it gone? Why in the world have we been not, have we not been exposed to it? Why haven't we been given the advanced technology? And, you know, it's something that we got to really think through, isn't it? Because this advanced technology, including anti-gravity technology for spaceships and for airplanes, the anti-gravity technology that basically would allow us to put payloads into orbit immediately without having to fire rockets. I mean, you know, they're telling us that Elon Musk has put over, what, 10,000, 4,000, 5,000, you can't even tell the truth on any of this stuff, rockets in the space and satellites in the space. Where are all these rocket shops, guys? I just thought I'd ask you that. Where are all the rockets going up? Why do we not see rocket streaks going up if he's put thousands and thousands and thousands of satellites into office, into, in the office and orbit? Why are they not there? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Glad you ask. <laughs> we already have the advanced technologies, they're just hidden, in their black, hidden under the black budgets. We can take electricity from the atmosphere and never, ever burn another fossil fuel. We can take cars and we can put batteries on if we wish to use batteries and we can actually charge them continually from the electromagnetic energy in a square meter of basically you know air there's so much electromagnetic energy on the planet because we're in an electromagnetic field we talked about that yesterday in depth so guys always make sure that you take a look at what they're doing and you take a look at what they're thinking because there's another underlying cause of this and austin's right There's a nefarious reason they're doing all these vaccines. Personally, I think it's because of viral shedding. I think they're going to release another variant of this coronavirus into the world, and they're going to have their massive population reduction. And I think that these people are being set up to be massive spreaders and to be basically human petri dishes to spread this stuff that they release. And it's going to replicate in themselves, replicate in their colons, replicate in their bloodstream, then they're going to die and they're going to be unbelievably contagious and they're going to have to be hauled out with hazmat suits and buried into a giant ditch or cremated. That's where this is going. Something else is happening. Bill Gates and the other nefarious ones who want the population of the planet reduced, they've, they've stepped ahead now with their agenda Now, let me talk about one other thing too. I want to talk about a medical condition real quick. There are a lot of medications that have been shown to cause memory loss, and we really need to understand that. And if we understand that memory loss can be contained and controlled in many cases by reducing medication and increasing your cholesterol, you heard that right. Many times you start eating more eggs, including egg yolks. Don't be don't be doing white eggs, the egg whites, don't do that. Use the real egg. You know, we've got all these different conditions that cause memory loss. We you know, we have for Parkinson's the stuff they use, the the for epilepsy, the Valentin painkillers, morphine, codeine, sleeping pills, Ambien, Sonata, ben- benzodiazepine, Valium, Xanax. By the way, those Benis, are they're bad products. And then we have all the other things that are out there: naproxen, antibiotics, antihistamines, high blood pressure drugs, insulin, beta blockers, antipsychotics. You know, all these things, lithium. All of these different medications have been shown to cause memory lapses. So if you have a loved one and you're taking these types of drugs try to find a natural alternative one an alternative for those loved ones because they can start having severe 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 memory problems wow also what do you think of what's your next story bud
0: absolutely there's i mean especially you know MCT oil the alpha lipoic acid the magnesium brain food the memory support we have a list of products including a memory kit on the website they can do incredibly well with helping out with overall you know recollection with cognitive function and so forth so be sure to check those out if you have any questions feel free to give us a call also to another news it appears that the Jam up in the Suez Canal. It looks like they're finally starting to get this thing freed (laughs) and getting it moving. This giant just blockage of the Suez. Now, I know this whole thing has been very strange i know there's a lot of people send me all kinds of emails on i'm not going to get into a lot of those whether or not this thing was intentionally jammed in there whether or not they allowed it to go in there whether or not the captains were being negligent or intentional i don't know i don't generally frequently visit the suez canal so i can't give you my honest opinion simply because i've gotten so many conflicting reports but what i do know is that on average, roughly 18,000 ships use the canal on a yearly basis. It contributes to over 10% of the entire world's global trade. And currently right now, there are hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of container ships that are sitting, some empty, trying to go pick up product, others completely full of product, trying to get through the canal. And they've basically been sitting now. So we're going to see a massive delay in all types of different compounds, whether it be cotton, oil, auto parts, you name it. This is probably going to cause another strain again on the European auto industry. This is something that I've been following very closely over the past year is the automobile industries, you know, Volkswagen, Mercedes, Porsche, Ferrari, Lamborghini, Audi, you know, you name it. All the high-end European cars have slowly been creeping up in price over the last year. And it's not because there's just this massive demand all of a sudden for this specific type of car. Granted, things change. Certain vehicles get certain publicity, so it may go up. But one of the things is the parts have been very difficult to get from what I've been told. And on top of that, the manufacturing plants, most of them in Europe, are still not at full production. And then to make matters worse... The import into the United States primarily, when it goes through basically customs, has been massively slowed down because of individuals checking stuff. I've heard some cases two and three months for vehicles to get through customs now, which is insane considering it used to take just a few weeks at the most. So what are we going to see with this entire blockage of the Suez? I don't know, but I can tell you one thing. We're going to see a massive increase in demand for certain products and certain parts that have not been able to get through. That at least I do know. So something to just keep an eye out on. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting as well. The U.K. government, they've had the MHRA, which is the Yellow Card Scheme Report. This goes on to address what I talked about at the beginning of the show, the over 4,000 deaths, the over 360,000 adverse events from the COVID RNA experimental gene editing injection that they've been trying to force upon everybody. It reports and records every single adverse event. Well, it's interesting. Now, the latest medical and health care MHRA report dated between December 9th last year and March 7th. So pretty much right at about, you know, a three-month spread, so to speak, has revealed a 366% increase in the rate of miscarriages due to the COVID injection. This is the seventh report to be released by the MHRA and clearly shows that this RNA injection is not only extremely deadly, especially for pregnant women, for whatever reason, it's also being attempted to be covered up. It's important to note that there is no scientific data whatsoever that shows a COVID injection is safe or effective for pregnant women. Yet doctors and health authorities are still administering the shots to expectant mothers, resulting of many of them losing their unborn children. Now, what's interesting about this, the UK government warned women who had already given birth but are still breastfeeding to avoid the jab because they did not know what ex- the experimental gene therapy was going to do to their milk. Goes on to say a risk to the newborns, infants cannot be excluded. The warning stays. The COVID-19 RNA vaccine BNT162B2 should not be used during breastfeeding under any circumstances. But yet these doctors are injecting these pregnant women that are one, two, three, four months into their pregnancy. Now, I've read you the reports here in the United States, the exact same situations. And I honestly, I hate bringing them up. It, it, It troubles me to no extent. As a, as a father, as a parent, to see these women that are so brainwashed, they're willing to go in and just experimentally inject themselves with something that's not been approved by the FDA simply because they want to be this virtual signaling individual. I injected myself even though I'm pregnant and you should too. Then you see on their Facebook post a couple of days later. Sad to say we had a miscarriage. I've watched it happen over and over and over and over and over again now. I just don't report on it much anymore because, honestly, it's so disturbing to me. But it's happening nonetheless. That's why I still have to keep bringing it up occasionally. So even the UK, even Europe is admitting this is a serious problem. They have told the women, do not get this shot if you're pregnant or breastfeeding. Yet the doctors keep doing it. Almost kind of like they have a monetary incentive to keep injecting everybody with this. Does it seem like that? Imagine that. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting as well. The doctor, the former Pfizer VP, Dr. Michael Yingden, who basically was the chief science officer for Pfizer and the former vice president. You remember last year, he went on record and demanded they even stop. They stopped the phase three trials of this COVID injection, because what it's going to do to individuals. And he is now urging the American frontline doctors last week with a warning that the drive to inject the largest possible portion of the population with the experimental COVID jab is madness and has the intention of a mass scale depopulation. That's his quote. He goes on to say, there's no evidence at all that the vaccination is leading to some kind of variant what he is saying is that the experimental vaccine is having huge pathogenic priming problems, which involves an exaggerated immune reaction, especially when the test person is confronted with a real wild virus after the vaccination and also on top of that the autoimmune problems that are going to start occurring. Remember I've gotten multiple doctors reports and I've referred to them back on the show over the last month that they think what we're going to start seeing over the next 6 to 12 months is huge increase in health problems and people that have been injected but it's going to be massively delayed it's not going to be right off the rib granted you have people that are dying having basically you know cardiac events right after the injection but the people that are actually Healthy And aren't having severe adverse events They're going to start having all these autoimmune responses And that's exactly what he's talking about here Is this immune reaction when the person actually gets exposed to a real virus This has been the kicker that a lot of people have questioned about If another virus is released If some other pathogen is basically put out Or some other mutated form is released What is going to happen to the people who have been injected Are they going to somehow be immune to it Are they going to have some serious adverse event? Are they going to start being unbelievably sick and then blame it on the people that aren't vaccinated? I don't know. Right now it's only speculation. But we do know whatever is in these shots is not healthy to the human body due to the mass amounts of adverse events that we have been witnessing over the last three months now. And also, too, on top of other news, this is interesting. Guzaine Maxwell is now facing even more charges now in the sex crime case. They said sex trafficking charges against another victim were added to the indictment returned Monday in the criminal case against Jeffrey Epstein's ex-girlfriend. His prosecutors allege that a conspiracy to sexually abuse girls and traffic children stretched over a decade from 1994 to 2004. This is very interesting. So this is either she's hacked somebody off and they're going to use her as a scapegoat and basically just absolutely crucify her, so to speak, or they're going to do some other Jeffrey Epstein 2.0, and she's going to end up getting charged. She's end up going to go to some private. Sell And then all of a sudden she's going to somehow kill herself again and they're going to extradite her to Israel and she's going to go live out the rest of her life in whatever she wants to do. I don't know. But one thing I do know is – and I've been, I've been told this by two individuals that I know. One of them is basically involved in law enforcement. He said – that the reports from what's going on at the southern border right now is that they're pretty much intentionally allowing these children to come in. They're storing them in all these facilities, and they're massively trying to increase the child sex trafficking because what they're doing with these kids, they're releasing them to foster parents and to parents that will sponsor them. And essentially, remember, these kids are undocumented. They don't have passports. So once they get released into whoever's custody They pretty much are gone out in the wild, and he said that there's a huge, huge discussion right now if that's the main reason they're trying to do this, to increase the amount of children they can get in the United States for child sex trafficking without having any backlash from you know, basically parents and families in the United States because a lot of these kids are unaccom- unaccompanied. I don't know. That's what I've been told. And again, that makes a lot of sense why we see what we're seeing down on the southern
1: border. So something to be aware of. What do you think about that, Deb? Well, just Lay Maxwell probably ran her mouth. She probably said too much, and now they're punishing her by leaving her inside the prison. Or they've got some other nefarious plan going on, but – I'm like you, I don't believe for one second, I believe I believe she has a dead man switch just like Jeffrey Epstein does, or did, or still does, who knows. And maybe they want her to give them her dead man's, dead woman's switch before they take her out, and she won't do it. There's some speculation, pure speculation, but think about it for a second. If she's not going to cooperate with the boys and girls that she's got on videotape and give them the dead man's switch back so she can't use it against them in case something happens to her, why would they not, why would they leave her, why would they take her out of prison? Think about that for a second. They wouldn't. They'd just leave her in there until she decides that she's going to capitulate. She's probably scared to death and she may not even know that Epstein's, you know, still alive. She may think he's really dead and she may, she may think that if she gives the dead man a switch to them, that she's basically going to be dead. So who knows? There are a bunch of sickos out there doing all of this stuff. And you're right. They're using it to traffic children. It's like the Clintons used their influence to traffic children out of Haiti. And now the Supreme Court has rejected efforts to depose Hillary Clinton over the email server. So, yes, she walks again. The U.S. Supreme Court on Monday, this this nauseates me, (laughs) denied efforts to require former Secretary of State, the Sabbatian, witch, cabalist, Luciferian, lowlife piece of hell Hillary Clinton to face a popular deposition over her unsecured email setup while she served in the Gay Kenyans administration. Now, you know, I added some of that to that headline. Just thought I'd mention it in an unsigned order issued with no comment. Of course, no comment. Why would they make a comment on it? The Supreme Court justices denied an appeal from the conservative legal group Judicial Watch, mainly keeping in place a federal appeals court ruling from last August, which stated that Clinton could not be forced to sit for a deposition. You know, what's funny to me about all of this is you and me. Yeah, that would be, that'd be you. you, you guys, family members like you, me, Austin, all of us together in the big you circle. Uh, We can be forced to sit for a deposition. Oh, yeah, we can too. They will come and they will issue a bench warrant for you. They will handcuff you. They will drag you with U.S. Marshals to the deposition, and they will say to you, oh, by the way, we're going to depose you. Now, you can plead the fifth. You could do that. During the deposition, or if they take you to Guantanamo Bay and they water, waterboard you, <laughs> don't think they do that too, guys. Or all these other various nefarious places all over the country and all over the world, they do that. Then they'll get a confession out of you or whatever, or whatever they want you to say. But the reality is, here she goes again with a hundred dead people in the body count. That's just conservative estimates between her and Bill. <laughs> she continues to skate. You, know, that girl, she must have well, I can't really call her a girl, that old witch hag, she must really have some serious, serious trash on a lot of people to have this kind of power, even though she's not even running for office anymore. Just Lane Maxwell should have taken notes <laughs> from Hillary. She should have gotten a how-to manual from the Clintons because obviously she's riding in prison while the Clintons are untouched. Remember I told you guys years ago – If the Clintons go down, the entire federal bureaucracy is going to go down, probably over 50 percent of the judges, the legislatures, the congressional leaders, the appointees, all of them are going to go down in a giant tumbling domino effect. Not that she has information on all of those people. But you know what I've learned a long time ago? That rats leaving a sinking ship tend to clutch onto other rats as they're running, and they don't want to be by themselves when the ship goes under. This is what happens in the federal government, and this is why these guys have got so much power. And again, the are the ones doing all this stuff because it's the children they use for their satanic sex practices to feed the entities on the other side of the veil, which I talked about in length yesterday. By the way, WikiLeaks' dominant documents have come out. And about this is from WikiLeaks, from Assange. And he is saying that, you know, they're quoting Vernavon von Braun. And he's saying the enemy at first with, against whom we're going to build a space based weapon system are going to be the Russians. He said this, this is back in the 70s, 50 years ago, because they're going to be considered the, age, the enemy. That would have been Star Wars, which Reagan did build, by the way. Then terrorists would be identified, and that was soon to follow. And then we're going to, go, going to identify third world crazies, and, and we'll now call them nations of concern. And the next enemy is going to be asteroids. And so we're going to build weapons against the asteroids. And the funniest one of all was against what he called aliens and extraterrestrials. That would be the final card. And over and over the long and over the four years that this lady knew him, he was giving speeches. He would bring up the last card. He says, and remember, the last card is the alien card. We're going to have to build space-based weapons against aliens. And he said, it's all a lie. He says that we have the spaceships and we have the technology to build these crafts ourselves and that they're going to say the aliens are invading, the aliens are invading, and that's why we have to unite the planet under a one-world government. Remember, Wernher von Braun was a very strong, very robust man. He died in his early 70s with some type of cancer. And the reality is, was he given cancer? My opinion. Was he killed? Probably. Don't know for sure, but all I know is this. He was running his mouth, and whenever people start doing that at high levels, they've got to be silenced. See, he had already seen what had happened to Germany during World War II because, remember, he was one of their top Nazi rocket scientists, and he was brought over via Operation Paperclip. And he saw what – when you have a, a group of people that take complete power over a country, that all types of atrocities happen, including the complete destruction of the country, and he wanted freedom to reign. He didn't want to see that again. He was a United States citizen. And that's what people need to understand. We've got to make sure we tell the truth of all of this stuff and be prepared for anything they try to throw at us because that would be the ultimate false flag, wouldn't it? An alien invasion, spaceships flying overhead. <laughs> I mean, think about it for a second. How big of a false flag event would that be? That would make, you know, 9-11 look like a joke. That would make Parkland look like a real big joke. That would make everything that they've done so far look like a joke. Remember they used to call that project blue beam. All the other things they were going to do, you guys can look those up. By the way, glyphosate now has been shown, and I hate that product, to disrupt DNA function causing medical chaos in the form of multiple diseases including Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and all types of other neurodegenerative diseases. This is some research that was done by Stephanie Steneff, Ph.D. She's a scientist at Massachusetts Institute of Technology, and she's warning against glyphosate. She says glyphosate is found as an adversely impact structure and function of important proteins and that the human body will actually substitute glyphosate for glycine and it leads to a host of serious illnesses including diabetes, obesity, obesity, asthma, Alzheimer's disease, amniotropic lateral sclerosis, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease, also known as ALS, and Parkinson's disease, among other conditions according to the study's author. Glycine is the smallest amino acid commonly found in proteins, It has unique properties that support flexibility and the ability to anchor to the plasma membrane of the cytoskeleton. It's so important to me, friends. Listen to me. Please use salt on your weeds. Don't use glyphosate. It's so important that you do that. And and why is that? Why is it that we're having so many health problems now in the United States? Why is it that the baby boomers and the other people basically who are involved in health, the Generation X and the Generation Y, like Austin, why are we having alarming trends, including mental and physical health and behaviors, and all kinds of health issues, including Parkinson's, including senile dementia, including all types of heart disease, diabetes, and cancer from the kids that were born from like 1965 to 1980, 1990, 2000. Why is that? Well, it's simple. The Generation X was born from 73 to 1980, and basically the back of the baby boomers from 56 to 64. And you know, and the thing about it is, is this. That was, those were the late baby, late baby boomers, by the way. The original baby boomers were from 45 to, uh, to uh, 65. And what's interesting about all of this stuff is it's because of the food. It's because of the glyphosate. It's because of the chemicals. You know, it's because of statin drugs. You know, another cardiologist just came out and warned that millions of people taking statin drugs will continue to have far greater chance of harm than benefit. What was the one research study that came out a few years ago? It said if you took statin drugs for like 37 years, 37 years, and you'd live like one or two or three days longer. (laughs) Something stupid like that. It was statistically insignificant from all of the side effects associated with statins. These are the cholesterol-lowering drugs. So it's so important to realize that when you live on Twinkies and Ding Dongs and Cupcakes and all these different junk foods that have a very low nutrient density, that have very few vitamins and minerals in them, that can't support healthy life, They can support your life because they've got calories, but your body starts to degrade because of the lack of specific nutrients, you got to change your diet. Really, really important. That's why people who have strong immune systems who take C, D3K2, potassium iodide, zinc, which acts like ivermectin, when you take these products in high enough concentrations, your body's immune system stays super strong. And I'm telling you this, guys, they're going to release something else that's going to be even stronger than COVID. They've been working on it for a long, long time. And they're going to come after people again, especially those who've been vaccinated. And the people who aren't healthy enough to fight this stuff off. They're going to get really sick and a lot of them are going to die. Just thought I'd mention that. That's why when Austin and I both had this COVID mess back in January, February of last year, you know, it was pretty much a non-event. It was like three, four days in and out, done and gone. Why? Because we were loaded up on supplements. Guys, please take your supplements. Please stay away from glyphosate and junk food. What do you think, Oz? I think that's extremely well said. And I mean, one of the biggest things right
0: now that's so important is getting your body cleaned out and back in shape. I mean, I told you guys a couple weeks ago, I ended up doing a seven day fast. And basically just, you know, detox my body. Then I went right into that and I went on more of a contest prep diet and got back in the gym as far as really hitting the weights hard again. And so my diet's extremely clean again. You know, I've been slacking on and off for the last year, stuff going on. I mean, my slacking on my diet, most people are still think it's unbelievably clean, but I'm eating like insanely clean again right now to really get back in shape and really get conditioned for, my opinion, what's about to come in the next couple years. And, you know, you don't have to look very far to see the numbers and statistics that they've told us that. Remember when the data came out that nearly 150,000 Americans who tested positive for COVID, 46% of them who died after hospitalization were morbidly obese, 27% On top of that, who died were classified as overweight, which means 73% of the people that have died from COVID in the United States are either overweight or obese. Those, Those numbers even the CDC confirmed, and I don't believe anything they say. It's probably higher than that. So what are they telling you? They're telling you if you eat junk, if you don't take care of your body, if you shovel down glyphosate and McDonald's and Taco Bell and Twinkies and Ding Dongs and cupcakes and soda all day, there's a much, much, much higher probability that you're going to be sick. And you're a much higher probability to get very sick if you contract a virus, including the flu or any type of other virus. Our bodies have an immune system that's very, very strong for most cases as long as we take care of our body. God Almighty has blessed us with that. This didn't come as a surprise to him. He didn't go, oh, my gosh, COVID happened. Man, you know, I really didn't see this coming. I didn't make human beings' immune systems ready for this type of virus. They really need to get injected with an RNA experimental technology shot. That's the best thing for them to do. He didn't say that. He looks down and shakes his head probably at everybody, and he goes, wow, boy, have they gotten gullible. They're going to go get injected with an RNA gene editing shot because they're too scared to take care of themselves. Guys, that's the fact. You take an injection, all you're telling to yourself and the rest of the world, I don't trust my body. I don't rely enough to handle my own self, I'm scared of everything and I'm willing to put my trust in an unbelievably corrupt, unbelievably dishonest, unbelievably sadistic industry to make sure they keep me protected because I couldn't possibly protect myself. This goes back to what I've said repeatedly over the last 10 to 20 years is we've lost the mindset in this country of being self-sufficient. Nobody wants to be responsible for themselves. It's nobody's responsibility to get you out of bed in the morning at 9 o'clock to go work. It's not. It's your responsibility. It's nobody's responsibility to make you eat clean and not be obese it's your responsibility. It's not the doctor's responsibility to keep you healthy. It's not the doctor's responsibility to tell you to go work out and drink a half a gallon to a gallon of purified water a day and take high quality nutrients like multivitamins to keep your immune system strong on top of vitamin C, D and zinc. It's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to protect your family. It's not law enforcement responsibility. That concept eludes a lot of people. They I've talked to people and they truly believe that cops have a requirement to protect its citizens. They don't. There is nowhere in a law enforcement handbook that says you have to do everything in your power, including sacrifice yourself in order to protect the citizens. There's none of that. It's whatever's in the officer's best interest. So if it's in his best interest to stop somebody and prevent them from doing something bad – He can do so. If the sheriff department and the lead sheriff wants to tell his SWAT members to stand down and not go into a school system, a school building that's having an active shooter where kids are getting slaughtered, he can tell them to stand down just like Sheriff Israel did. In the Parkland shooting, there is no requirement to protect you. In majority of cases, law enforcement shows up to your house after the crime is committed to take notes and write a report. That is what happens majority of the time. So that tells me it's my responsibility to protect my family. That's why when I hear about these unbelievably illegal unconstitutional demands, you have to register your firearm. You have to turn this in. You can't have a magazine bigger than what we deem so. I shrug those off. So that's that's that is erroneous. There is no legal authority to put that into place. That's why we've had numerous states now getting bills together about blocking any and all new federal gun-grabbing laws. Period. They're blocked. And the state has the right to do so. If this, And this is the argument I've had with people because some people go, no, no, no. If the Fed says it's law, everybody has to follow it. The answer is no. If the state says it is not law, nobody has to follow in that state. And the perfect example of that is when California comes in and illegally and unconstitutionally bans weapons and bans magazines and puts requirements to buy ammunition, notice the Fed doesn't get involved with that. Notice, ATF, the federal government, the president, doesn't come in and say, listen, California, this is overstepping your boundaries in the state. You cannot put these laws into place. No, they don't say that. They don't say anything to them. They let them do whatever they want. The same goes in the opposite direction. If the governor of Florida comes down, DeSantis says, you know what? We're blocking any and all new federal gun regulations in the state of Florida. We will not abide by them, just like Montana did years ago. And they said, we will build our own suppressors and machine guns in the state of Montana. ATF has no jurisdiction here. We will stamp them made in Montana, and they will not leave the state of Montana. It was a big debacle. The ATF said they won in a ruling with some small court, and then the state said, no, you didn't, and it went back and forth. And last time I was up in Montana, nobody cared about what the ATF said up there. Why? Because the state of Montana said, we're a sovereign state. We're not going to abide by unlawful and constitutional illegal demands, kind of like when the CDC says, we're doing a no-sale order on cruise ships. Again, I'm not a big fan of cruise ships, but the CDC does not have the right to tell a cruise ship or a company they cannot operate, especially of all things in maritime law, out in the water. It's, it's it's completely and totally ridiculous. It's legitimate. So again, my friends, wake up and realize that a lot of things you are told are done simply by consent. They say it, and they expect you to follow it. Just like these restaurants we've now seen in California, New Jersey, and other states, they said, no. We'll get generators. We'll get backup generators. We'll drop the padlocks off the door. You cannot tell us we can't operate our business in this state. You do not have the right because we have not violated any type of law. It's simply an emergency mandate that was put into place. Do your research, my friends. It's time America keeps raising the little Americans and we actually stand up for truth And wisdom and make our own decisions and stop blindly following individuals that have no business. Even being in positions of power simply because they were sent there, primarily a lot of them, because of their mommy and daddy like Pelosi, like you see with Newsom, like you see with a lot of these clowns, Kumo. They get involved in this stuff out of nepotism, vast majority of it, and out of corruption and bribery, and as now we have seen with election fraud. Always understand who's running it and who you are actually going to listen to. That's my stance on that, Dad.
1: You know, the election fraud, I talked about that yesterday, about how if, if you haven't got your if nobody's gotten your attention because of what's going on and what the resolve is of these entities and these cabalists and these Luciferians or this cult that rules the world, or you could say the boys and girls who took down building seven, and I include the girls in that category because these are the witches. Yeah. The witches, the warlocks and the weirdos and the wannabes? I mean, this this is a group of people that basically run the planet now. You saw that with these the tennis shoes thing now, and now Nike's supposedly suing this person for releasing these shoes under the Nike brand and whatever. You know, I, I know I knew years ago we had a uh, a man come to me and he had his own nameplate and it was with Nelson Publishing. It was a big publisher and he actually had the ability to come in and publish books under the Nelson nameplate. They had licensed him to do it. And one of my books, Maximum Fat Loss, I believe it was, was published by Nelson, which is one of the largest publishers in the world. And it was one of those things. He could basically write the contracts, write the things, do whatever he wanted to do under the Nelson name. Now, that was a long, long time ago. Now, Nelson's been sold since then. I don't know if they're doing it or not. But the reality is is that a lot of people get licenses underneath other groups of people. And maybe these people had licenses, but they had to get it cleared through Nike, and they didn't get it cleared. I don't know. All I know is it happened. And these shoes were released, they sold out almost immediately online with you know satanic imagery and logos all over it. That's how blatant they are, and that's how they're willing to stick it right in your face. Another thing they stuck right in your face that most people don't know about is canola oil. Canola oil has been linked now again to Alzheimer's disease. I've told you guys this so many times. I'm going to cover it again. It's so important to get this. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania's Temple University conducted an animal study to determine the validity of canola oil's health claims. And the study was titled The Effect of Canola Oil Consumption on Memory, Synapse, and Neuropathology in the Triple Transgenic Mouse Model of Alzheimer's Disease. And again, it's been linked to Alzheimer's disease again. So if you wonder why so many people are coming down with Alzheimer's disease, if you wonder why so many people are coming down with basically senile dementia and other types of mental deficiencies as they get older, if you wonder why your health is not as good as your parents' health, if you wonder why, it's because of all of this junk we're eating. Use real olive oil. Use grapeseed oil. Use avocado oil. Stay away from canola oil. I know it's cheap. I got that. A few weeks ago, and I was told you this story. I was in a restaurant at a Marriott over there in Clearwater visiting a friend whose son had died. And it was it was kind of a weird breakfast because I ordered my eggs cooked in real butter. They can't, they can't, I told him I did not want them cooked in canola oil because I know they use that in the restaurants and Marriotts and a lot of other hotels because it's cheap. And the guy brought the eggs out, and they were cooked in canola oil. And I said to him, I said, did you not hear me? I asked you to cook these in real butter. And he goes, well, yeah, I heard you, but we cook them in canola oil. And I said, well, just just send them on back. I'm done. And I got up and left breakfast. We had some boiled eggs up in the room. I wouldn't eat the boiled eggs to build boiled organic eggs. Better for me anyhow. But the reality is don't eat canola oil. It causes Alzheimer's disease. (laughs) I mean, look on the label. If it says trans fats or hydrogenated oils, if it says soy, or if it says canola oil, just walk away from it. Just say, no, I'm done. Simple. Hydrogenated oil, Soy products or canola oil, just say no. Just say no. Just walk away. And you'll find this in health food store too, guys. Health food food product, health food store products. Because a lot of times they use it because it's cheap. Remember there was a health food store over in in Tampa and the guy, I'm not gonna mention his name, he's out of business now, but he's a really nice guy. And he was trying to compete against Whole Foods, who basically came into the area. And I told him, I said, I said, bud, I said, if you don't stop using canola oil in your baked goods, you're going to go out of business. You, you have to find a niche to be competitive here. You can't just think you can produce all of this junk health food and people are going to keep buying it. And he went out of business. Really important from a marketing standpoint to find a niche in what you're doing that not everybody can copy or not willing to copy. By the way, statin drugs also raise the risk of type 2 diabetes by nearly a third. The finally This finding again, continues to show the debates concerning these pills and their side effects. And one more story – Doctors now, or more doctors, are confessing to intentionally diagnosing healthy people with cancer to make money. Yeah, you heard that right. They make a lot of money with chemotherapy, with radiation and surgery, and they're intentionally diagnosing healthy people with cancer to make money. They also intentionally diagnose people needing cardiac bypass surgery rather than just losing weight or basically doing chelation To go in and have quadruple bypass surgery, which is extremely expensive, and they make money with that too instead of giving people natural alternatives. So always understand, if a chemotherapy doctor doesn't basically cut you or burn you or poison you, he's not making money. Just thought I'd mention that. Cut you or burn you or poison you. That's surgery, radiation, or chemotherapy. If they don't do that, they're not making money. So always, before you have heart disease Intervention with quadruple bypass surgery, or before you have, if you have a cancer diagnosis, get three or four opinions, and don't tell the new doctor what the old doctor's opinion was. Don't tell them because they'll copy it in the notes and say, "Oh, this is the this is the correct opinion." No, make them give you their own prognosis. You'll be amazed how often these prognoses are different. Because remember, all a prognosis is is an educated guess. That's all it is. So don't put some halo on these guys and. Feel feels as though that they're your savior. <laughs> they're not. God already sent you the savior. That was Jesus. That is Jesus. Guys, I love you. I appreciate it. I had the opportunity to pray for you today. You guys are absolutely awesome. Thank you again. Emails and texts from all over the world yesterday on that show that Austin and I did. Thank you for that kind of support. You guys are absolutely awesome. And again, I had the opportunity to pray for you again today. It's my privilege to do that. God bless you. I appreciate you. Austin, finish it up. Yeah, absolutely. And in
0: reference to the cancer comment as far as with doctors, I've seen that repeatedly. I actually had a good customer. His wife came in, and uh, she basically had elevated white blood cell count. And so the doctors immediately said, you know what, you, you must have cancer. We can't find cancer, but you have to have cancer because your blood cell counts elevated. We're not going to do any other test. You need to go on this chemo immediately. And I told him, I said, I wouldn't do that. I said, go get intravenous vitamin C IVs and go do other stuff that you can do. That's just my opinion. You do what you want to do with it, but I'm just telling you what I would do personally. So sure enough, they went and started on chemo. She got like three rounds of chemo. He comes back to me a couple of weeks later and he goes, dude, her kidney functions at 10%. Her kidneys are going into failure. I said, what were they before the chemo? Oh, they're like 90%. Make your own decisions, my friends. Don't operate out of fear. I promise you, fear has no business being in your life. Thank you again for the support. Be sure to go on the website and check out the product of the week, the D3 10,000, and vote for what you want to see win tomorrow looks like the gastrogest and the Joint Relief Formula are going back and forth, so be sure to check that out. Thank you again for the support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Stay prepped as always, and I'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always.